welcome back to the DFA podcast for a trade week special. We couldn't help it. We had to bring our DFA faithful all the news from the trade period of 2017. Bauer, Brett. How are you, back. How are you guys coping with the Richmond, knowing that Richmond are the premiership side for 2017? We uh, went into a bit of a hiatus, didn't we? Yeah, I did go to hibernation and... I'm only just coming out. Just woke up this morning, still actually. Still They're still premiums, apparently, which is... Uh, I had to go to rehab. Yeah. I had to go to rehab. But then I've, I've actually... I just thought, you know how I'm going to get out of this? You know how I'm going to make myself feel better? Trade radio. I've put my last two weeks' wage on the Tigers to miss the eight next year. <laughs> and that's going to be a lock. Don't worry about All that, ladies and gents. I don't even know what they were paying. <laughs> you <laughs> just checked it off. I've just checked it off. probably pay out early. Maybe before the season starts. Probably be, no, I reckon it be around 16 when the Tigers are maybe, what, 5 and 11? Then yeah. they'll go, yeah, pay out on bets. And um, Trent Cotchin, how did he play a grand final? He shouldn't be in. Him, yeah. and, him and Ellis shouldn't have, shouldn't have been playing. Ever. I think in two or three years' time, they'll look back at this and they'll make them ineligible think, to win. And they'll take on. it off them. Be like the Lance Armstrong thing. Come yeah. clean. Come clean, Richmond. Admit you did wrong and admit that you've got to give back the premiership medallions. In 2020, when Bulldogs and Tigers haven't made the eight since they're winning their flags, the AFL will think, oh, we've gone too far with the equalisation thing. Bring it back to when Brisbane were dominating the comp by a mile and won three flags in a row. Bring it to that era, I say. That's right. And there's one premiership medal missing. <laughs> yeah, well. It's on that yoga glass with a great pair of boots. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A good I, set. I saw that photo a day or two after the game. Yeah. I thought, how good is this? And then I saw it all over memes on Facebook. Yeah, I thought, yeah. oh, I know, someone's in trouble here. What, what was she thinking, though? I, I'm guessing that they don't really know each other very well, except for that night. What was she thinking posing in that way? And not thinking it was going to go on social media. Like, are you that not switched on that you didn't think it was going to happen? As one of the guys I work with said, it's his photo. It's his, <laughs> <laughs> he, it's his property. The scary thing for him is he was being serious. <laughs> so God knows what he gets up to in his spare time. But anyway, Bauer, can you recap the 2017 grand final for oh, us? I really don't want to, but I guess I have to. Uh, the Tigs, after the quarter time, it was just an absolute domination. They were um, down by a couple of goals early, and I thought... It's going to be a crow day. I was watching it in uh, in Richmond, the heart of Richmond, and um, they were very quiet in the first quarter, and I was very, very happy. Um, but the tide turned certainly after that first quarter, and um, they just dominated from there. So just to get things straight, Adelaide were leading at quarter time. Yep, 11 points. But the Foxtel commentator, SEN commentator Dermot Brewer, an expert comments, mind yeah. you, said... The mistake Adelaide made was they kicked the wrong way. <laughs> what? <laughs> was there a win? Was there a dominant win? Jeremy came out and said Adelaide kicked the wrong way. They would have won otherwise. They were four goals for two up at quarter time. I'm pretty sure. But Foxtel and SEN, this is what gives DFA hope. Yeah. It won't, it won't, we won't be working for Foxtel. We'll own Foxtel. Majority, <laughs> majority of Jeremy's comments are stories about his playing days. He is unbelievable. I'm, I'm not joking. That's he actually loved, what he said. Jeremy loves Jeremy. <laughs> Who are the key players for the Tigers? Um, it's hard to look over. Jack Graham. He's, what was the stat? He's played in more grand finals than losses in that's his good, career. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, a, that's yeah, a yeah. very, very good stat. For him. Uh, he's, he's played five or six games or something. Kicked three goals in the granny. And they were, good, they were good goals. Good they were set all, shots. Good set shots. There was one from the boundary from about 45 that was like, wow, this guy's a player. Um, and of course, Dusty Martin, who just about wins everything. I think there was a greyhound named after him that, he, that won uh, recently as well. So he just and he won. He had yeah. a horse himself. Oh, he had, he had a, a horse, horse on Saturday as well. That one as well. Yeah, he won, had a horse that he owned. Or if you've had four or five Richmond players owned, then oh, won as well. Yeah, he had 29 touches. Picked up the Norm Smith. 22 um, contested touches too, I think. Very, very good. Um, I actually thought uh, Pasha Hooley was going to get the Norm. Um, but I reckon they would have seen Dusty in the mix and thought we may as well. We can't uh, deny this man a fairy tale. He'd career. won everything else. 
So yeah, as Lee Matthews said, it's probably the best season anyone's ever played ever, which is a pretty crazy statement. It's funny that yeah. Lee said that when Lee averaged the same possessions in the eighties and kicked eighty five goals in the season. I think Lee's so sort of going. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah. didn't you have that year, Lee? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 right. yeah, yeah. Second, yeah. second behind. Nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, it was a good year that one. Um, and on the uh, on the flip side, Adelaide Crows, gee whiz. I think Matt Craft is the only one who could really hold his head high, and uh, Rory Laird as well played well. Um, Josh Jenkins, Eddie Betts, those two guys were really could not be Big seen. Big Jenko. I, uh, the way he gets his goals frustrates me. He's always at the back of the pack, and for a, if you're a small forward, I get that. That's what you're there for. But if you're a big bustling forward, don't waste your talent by running over the back and getting cheap goals. Yes. I say. No, I, that's, I, that's, a, that's just a critique <laughs> that of would playing be, style in general. I don't know if it's a critique. I think it's a pretty common observation you're going to make if you're watching AFL football. A guy that's 6'8 and he weighs would, quite a bit would use his height and weight advantage. Yeah, but he's at the back. He's on, he hates Looks the cheap. Tex went missing a little bit also. Jeez. Oh, and he made a uh, very good appearance in the trade, trade period, which we'll get to later on. But, and his um, speech, his uh, post-game speech wasn't too good either. No, no. He ran a few words, any questions sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I did want to say was, how's the backlash out of Adelaide with all these trades and that? Oh, Our players oh leaving. Actually, that's what I wanted to say. What I wanted to say was, <laughs> now, I, all year I said Matt Crouch, brown over Smokey. And he got robbed. Got 10 he? votes, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. got robbed. So he got 10 votes. He won the Adelaide Best and Fairest. Yeah. That, that's so right. why did he only get 10 brown votes? Best and Fairest is a good indication. Brown is not. Well, this is my point. I my my idea, my spend spend money. it should be the MVP. It should be the um, the highest regarded medal. I don't think we should yeah. leave it up to the hands of the umpires. You know my opinion. I think the coaches' awards probably the most uh, the coaches. Yeah, MVP, same thing. Yeah, I think that should be higher regarded. I think. Yeah, I think deep down in your career to know that the coaches and other players vote you as. Yeah, here's what the umpires are. Um, still side bottom on Collingwood. Yeah, 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 with that. I over think Jerry Howe a little bit stiff. Yeah, did he yeah. come second? Uh, he came no, third. Adams came second. Taylor Adams came oh, second. Oh, really? Trelaw came fourth. And um, Brody Grundy maybe fifth or something. Yeah, I think okay. that was the top five. Yeah. Um, boys, brings us to 3 2 1. Yes. From the last couple of weeks, we've combined a, a little bit of um, a few different sports and a few different things. Um, I'll kick it off with the best one vote. Yep. Melbourne United basketball oh, side. Yeah, basketball. wow, they almost won, didn't they? So they came within one point of the Oklahoma City Thunder. And Oklahoma City Thunder have had a massive off-season in the NBA. And what was their lineup like as far as, is it full strength? Full strength. Really? Full strength. Full time, game time. Russell Westbrook um, played 28 yeah. minutes of a possible 40. Yeah. Paul George, 29 minutes of a possible 40. Carmelo Anthony, much the same. Those three, they put those three as a triangle. They put them together to become a, a force in the West to hopefully beat Golden State Warriors in next year's playoffs. Yeah. Um, but the little boys from... I think there was a guy. There, there was go. a guy from Kilsyth who made <laughs> Carmelo Anthony for three. Melbourne, they, there was a stat actually. I think $150 million was OKC salary cap. Yes. And $1.1 million was Melbourne United salary cap for this no year. Way. And they got within a point. I know it's only the pre-season yeah. OKC. Yeah. But... That's a pretty good effort. Yeah. Melbourne United. So they you watched the game. Well, I'm pretty sure they had a chance to win at the very end. They got they blocked. They, they had the ball. Yeah, they had the ball. The guy had an open sort of field field shot. Yeah. And went to drive in for an easy layup. Or oh. for an easier shot. He yeah. just tried to make the mid shot uh, oh, mid range yeah, jumper. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't. And um, 
it's a long flight home to think about. Still it. a very good effort, though. It is. Uh, two votes. This is a little bit controversial, All but right. the Indian cricket fans oh. get two votes in the what? best for throwing a rock through the Australian team bus window. The Aussies really weren't too impressed, but I wasn't impressed watching them staying up late and watching their dismal efforts. Yeah. Two games were possible eight now in that series. Oh. So, well done, Indian fans. Give them the wake-up call they truly needed, and three votes. So, so, so impressive. Single-handedly at the age of 34. Yeah, took I mean, Australia through I mean, to the final stage up. of the World Cup qualifying. In his second goal in this game, also capped off his super career with his 50th international goal, Tim Cahill. Three votes. Incredible effort. I'll bring up a funny uh, gambling story about that game. I actually had... <laughs> actually had <laughs> I had $50 on... Uh, actually, 50 bucks. I had, had money on uh, under 2.5 goals scored in that match and two goals were kicked within, I think, 11 minutes. Yep. And then I watched the rest of the game uh, very nervously thinking I was going to lose money because I thought, oh, I'll kick another goal. Yeah. But they didn't. They held on. I didn't actually... I thought it was going to count. I thought extra time was going to count. But nah, I was very, very relieved after the 90 minutes. I won my, won my money. But uh, I was very nervous <laughs> 77 minutes after that. And yeah, I thought yeah. was, and uh, the, I'm surprised you lasted 77 minutes watching soccer. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to do it. I was just uh, pushing through. For the, for the soccer fans out there, Australia now take on Honduras. Honduras, yes. Uh, what's in, that? It's a country. A country, uh, what's that? I think they're in South America, if I think I can yes, find it correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, couldn't possibly lose to them. Well, Never heard of them. Well, it might not be about losing the game. It might be about making sure we don't lose our lives. Honduras yeah, has the highest yeah, murder yeah. rate out of anywhere in the world. So just get back in one piece. Yeah. Well, we're talking about average humans, Brett. Well, you've got the worst this week. <laughs> I do have the worst and absolutely no surprises. One vote goes to my mate, Nick Kyrgios. He is far from your mate, Brett, be honest. He walked out of yet another game. What? He was, um, <laughs> really? He was heard on the mic saying to his coach's box that if I lose this set, I'm quitting this game. Um, what do you know? Yeah. He did. He quit. He quit. Did He's not. a flog. Yeah. Because the week before, he lost to Rafa Nadal in the Shanghai Masters in the, in the, in like, the, in the final. Yeah. yeah. So even even weirdly enough, it was um, only like 20 minutes before he said that to his coach or whatever he has, that he was just sort of joking around with like the ball boy and the, the fans. He was in a normal mood and all of a sudden, <laughs> he just went to... And it was shit. the day before that he said he's got a different perspective on life because... <laughs> no, 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 seriously. <laughs> this is seriously. This is serious. <laughs> He has a different perspective on life, and him and his family are going to put money into a organisation to help disabled children. And he's met a young kid that's disabled, and oh he's goodness. really had different outlook. Yeah, they're the things that change your life. But one day later, he's tossed the ball out, taking the batting ball, and gone home. And then he's gone on Instagram saying, "Sorry, I'm uh, actually facing a stomach bug for the past 24 <laughs> hours." Oh, I love Curious. Oh, he's great for our episodes. <laughs> he's borderline disabled, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Two votes goes to the North Melbourne Football Club. Hey. They tried to get Josh Kelly. Yep. They failed. Yep. Tried to get Dusty Martin. Failed. Yep. Now they have huge room in their cello cap, but they have no one to pay yep. because no one wants to go there. Yep. They're fucked. How yep. good would it be to be an average player there? They still have to play 91% yep. of the Imagine cello Imagine being Kelly Gardner. Benny Brown will be getting two mil this year. <laughs> oh, he could be like the Richo story. <laughs> yeah. Highest paid player ever because he had no one to pay. And they're just <laughs> stuck in the middle of not... They don't have a massive collection of draft picks. I was talking to Brad before. I was saying when Carlton were, were at their bottom in uh, 2015, in that draft later that year, they had a collection of draft picks. At least they had something to show for their abysmal year. But North have had a terrible year, but they don't have anything to show for it at the draft. They were actually interviewing their... Recruiter and they're like, yeah, we got we got two really good picks in in four and twenty one that we're going to go with. And then after the interview, the host was like, twenty one, that's not that good at all. I mean, four pick four is good, but you know, twenty one is just average. They've got yeah. nothing else to really 
And there's the talk draft. that the, the drafts can be really, really weak this year. Yeah, there's the, actually, there's I think actually, next year's draft's a lot stronger, apparently. There's actually talk that a lot of clubs, they never they always say the next year's better, the next year's better. Yeah, there's actually clubs saying next year they, they, actually they really don't want to give away their first yep. round draft picks next yep. year. And a lot of them are actually South Australian boys, apparently. So Adelaide are very keen to uh, have their future draft picks uh, intact. And the thing is, North Melbourne, they, the last sort of five, ten years, they've actually made a few prelims in that. So they haven't no, had any exactly good draft picks. Right, exactly right, but so. they... They didn't. They they would have finished. They finished eighth and seventh when they made those prelims. Yeah, they, went, they were outside. They would, so they should have got you know pick ten, but because they got the prelim, they were they ended up getting like fourteen instead of thirty. Exactly right. Um, and Sam Gibson. Yeah. Listed after one hundred and thirty consecutive games for North Melbourne. That's incredible. So he's been in their best twenty-two for one hundred and thirty games, and then yeah, bam, you're out. He's going to go and pick up four hundred thousand a year at the Gold Coast. Hundred percent. Yeah. Because he'll just go. They'll go. Oh, he's a guy that's just not going to yeah. get on the piss. He's not going to yeah. be an idiot. So we'll yeah. just we'll recruit him. Um, Probably a good thing for him. Yeah. yeah, but on the other side, um, Jared White goes around again. Yeah, and Lizzie Thomas. Lizzie Thomas. No Lizzie way. Thomas. No way. Did not get the. Or he, sorry, I don't know if it's been. I'm like that. Yeah, he, he wasn't right. delisted. So. You're right. Jesus, That's, I can't believe they've been Lizzie Thomas. Would consider himself very unlucky knowing that. Dude, Lizzie <laughs> Thomas has got photos or something. That's all. <laughs> that's all I can think of. Fred, who's got three? Worse on ground goes to Adelaide. Crows. The pride of South Australia. We could spend half an hour talking about how barely they two, play draft uh, the draft period. Two weeks ago, they were on top of the world, about to win their third premiership. Yeah, and I, sorry, I, sorry for interrupting, but I heard that Taylor Walker reserved a seat on the plane back to Adelaide next to him for the for the cup. <laughs> Which did not. No, 100% I heard that. And I'm pretty sure that seat was going to be very empty for Tech. He's thinking, what have I done? Oh I've had two gosh. touches for the game and I've lost. Since their grand final loss have acted like children. Yeah. They didn't let Jake Lever go to the BNF because he said he wasn't gonna be there the next year, which was woeful. And Tex in a press conference says he doesn't like players leaving. Well you gotta go both ways, Tex, because in their current team they've got Tom Lynch, Sam Jacobs, Eddie Betts. Yep. And I saw Paul, him I saw this time last year I saw him in a, saw him in a cafe this time last year with Bryce Gibbs trying to lure, lure him, a contracted player at Carlton to go to Adelaide. So it's very hypocritical to say, yeah. oh, I don't like players leaving yeah. leaving my club when, you know, you benefited from uh, from players coming into your club. But also, how did they not let Lever go to the BNF? Do you remember when Dangerfield said he was gonna leave? He won mm. the Best and Ferris that year, said a speech at the Best and Ferris, mm. and everyone was gave him a standing ovation. Mm. And this is an I, this is an isolated incident because um, Jack Gunston, I think, won their when their first like their best first year player, um, but it was the year that he was uh, leaving, and they gave it to someone else. They took his name off. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't invite him, and they gave it to someone else. So they've had a history of doing this. Really, hundred percent. Oh, wow. What a great story. <laughs> How good Adelaide. Oh God. I can't believe I was going for them in, uh, in the grand final. Well, it wasn't. Shows that just sort of shows Richmond. how much I hate Richmond. Mm. Let's talk about trades, though. Let's yes. get into the trade series, boys. It was very quiet the first couple of days. Trades. Um, but as we stand, it's Thursday night and it's uh, it's all heated up Thursday during the day. How how has it become a, uh, oh, oh, a destination? A destination place. How has that happened? How about well, it stings. I, like, I couldn't think of anywhere worse than that. <laughs> I guess they play an exciting brand of footy that I don't know if many of the, the young 18-year-old parents would want them to go to Essendon. No. Bell, who are the uh, confirmed trades so far? Have you got uh, any of those? Well, the first well the first one was, uh, what was it again? Jackson, Jackson Trengo yeah. from Port going to That was the first, that was like in the morning. It was Monday, Monday morning, and then he was free to go after that. It would have been a very relieved man. 
knowing that was done as early as he could. Um, and then it sort of had a bit of a stalemate from there, a couple of days of absolutely nothing happening. Um, and then Jake Levy gets done, which is of no surprise. Um, it was effectively a, um, a couple of first round picks going to Adelaide. So he was getting, um, Adelaide gets their first round pick of this year, so pick 10, and also get a future first round pick, um, but they have to cough up pick 35 of this year. Um, that's probably, that's pretty fair, I think. It's very hard to sort of work out who gets what, but I think two first rounds and then in exchange for 35 and Lever is probably, probably fair, I think. Yeah, I, 20, I, yeah. I, yeah. It, it's, people can say, oh, he's, you know, he's 21, he's always unproven, but then again, you can think of it as he's 21 and he has, you know, 10 years of potential good footy. I think they're paying Rovers for him. Do you reckon? 900,000 a year is, that's what they're doing. Is that what he's on I think? Shit. I thought it was like 700. But uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Interesting. There shouldn't be a backman getting paid that much. Other than oh. maybe Alex Brandon. We forget. Yep. We forget. He can read the play, he intercepts mark takes intercept marks, and he's a good kick. So one on so one, one on one though, he's we pay James Sisley not hundred next year. James Sisley. Oh, oh, shut up, Brad. Goodness. If that if he's able to pay that. What about Hodgie Brett going to Brisbane or going, oh. supposedly going to Brisbane? Oh he's it's 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 yeah. that'll, be, that'll be big for Brisbane. Huge for Brisbane. Yeah. Two years deal. So that two mean, years. Well, that's what they're suggesting. Is that wow. we one year coaching? Surely. He well, I think he'll be on the playing list for two, but maybe oh, five okay. games in the second yeah. season. Yeah. Imagine no, travelling for Hodgie as well, being an interstate team. It's a great opportunity though yeah. for, yeah. for Hodgie and the family oh, yeah. to get that different lifestyle for a couple of years. Yeah. Get away from Melbourne, get a bit of warm weather. And it's funny why he why he did that. Like he was retiring. Mm. Do you reckon he gen- do you reckon he genuinely thought he was retiring when he was saying he was retiring and he's had a, just a change of heart? Well, apparently, Fagan said they were having a conversation, and Hodgie was the one who brought, brought it up in a joking manner. Uh, but yeah. Hodgie brought it up. Yeah, so, so he's seen Sam. It's interesting as well. There were rumours going that saying he was going to get to Gold Coast yeah, from Mark okay. Evans. And yeah. now oh, he's really? shut that down straight away, and wow. now Fagan has got him to Brisbane. So yeah. it just also shows how crap the culture must be at Gold Coast. That yeah. Not even Luke Hodge wants to sort of go there to try and fix it and be with Mark Evans. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough in those northern states at the moment. I think it's a huge coup. Apparently, the young Brisbane players are pretty stoked about it. to have someone oh, like Hodge. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. The training standards, everything would just increase. Our, our friend Dan McStay would be very, uh, very happy in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, got the general down there with him. <laughs> it would teach the young kids so much. Definitely, definitely. Well, he said that's what he did this year. Most we had a young backline. Sorry, Hawthorne. Yes, <laughs> had a young backline, and Luke Hodge was the only sort of old one down there, and he was. Yeah, it's true because. Frawley wasn't playing, was he? Yeah, Frawley, yeah. Birchall, Stratton. Yeah, Hawthorne was a good one to flag if you <laughs> had a full tank. <laughs> Moving right along from a <laughs> failed flag. Uh, Devin Smith also got done. Um, he nominated Essen as his uh, preferred club of choice about um, two or three days ago now. Um, and that got done. So GWS get their, their Essen's first round pick, which is pick 11. Um, and a future third round, Essendon get Devin Smith and their their second round, so pick twenty four. So what that means is they've given they've got Devin Smith in for effectively a downgrade of their first round pick. So it's gone from pick eleven to pick twenty four, um, which sounds about right. It ends up being a sort of a mix between a pick one and a, pick, uh, a first round pick and a second round pick, so around pick Fair twenty right. effectively, um, which sounds about right. Just quickly going back to Lever. Yes. Uh, when that when they picked him up two or three years before now, they would have had to know that he was going to leave. Last name? Last name, Lever. Last name. And there would have been... That's a Brisbane. <laughs> Conversely, Brisbane would be very confident with Dan McStay, thinking he's going to stay around. <laughs> he'll, he'll get Mackers in the same. 
Like that one, mate? Yeah, like that one, Luke? I'm shocked by the <laughs> shit you two have just spoken. <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, move and, on, uh, move on. Closing out the day um, was Yano and Indy, it was, which happened very quickly. I thought it was just a bit of a... a three-year deal, was it? Yeah, there was, it ended up being... I first heard it on like Monday or Tuesday as a bit of a, a murmur, and all of a sudden it gained traction very quickly, and it was a done deal by uh, this afternoon. Um, yeah, so they get Hawthorne get Yano and Indy, and uh, their fourth-round selection, number 67. Um, Port get, in return, a round two pick, which is their uh, number 33, and a round four, so effectively about... A second round pick for, for Jarman Impey. It's probably a pretty good deal. Yeah. I mean, actually, I'd be pretty happy if I was Port. Second round pick for, for Jarman Impey. I'm surprised he got three years. Yeah, yeah young player, though. Yeah. yeah, but he's not really proven. Yeah, that's true. No, I think he's, I think he's played a lot of games, though. He's got a lot of experience. He's, he's about 70 games. Yeah, which is pretty good for a you know, 22 year old. Okay, fair call. Yeah. Hawthorne need a bit of pace as well, considering they're trying to get rid of Billy Hartung, mm. I believe. Yes. So, sort of replace him. Yep. What about, what about the Pies? Shut What's up. the talk at the Pie Lane? Yeah. We haven't got much to play with. That's Collingham's problem. No, well, they do, but I don't want to give it up. They've got pick six, but I don't want to, I think, want to give it up. I think I want to take it to the I think. But I'm hearing they're going to just go for another midfielder. Oh, shit. Yeah. They don't have no, enough of No, no, but they reckon that they may as well get a midfielder that's reasonable mm. instead of taking a gamble in a weak draft on a key position player that's probably going to be no good when they know there's definitely going to be good key position players in next year's draft. And you also don't need a key position because you've just signed Mason Cox for three years. Yeah, they don't, you don't need anyone else. No jokes. If you do a Richmond model and have Mason Cox as the only tall forward and you know, everyone else is you, you shift Darcy Moore back in the pressure back, right? <laughs> Good basketball pressure. Good screening. He zones very well with that. <laughs> apart from... Apart from Richmond winning the flag, Richmond finishing 13th last year winning the flag, and Collingwood finishing 13th. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's given so many Muppet supporters. Oh, oh, we'll do the same thing. Forgetting, <laughs> forgetting that four of the last four of the five seasons before that, Richmond had made the finals. Yeah, I mean, how has Collingwood gone in those four out of five years? They haven't finished higher than 11th, so... <laughs> Got a bit of catching up to do, I think. Oh, um, it's a disaster. But what about... Uh, I'll raise this to you, Luke. What about Josh Shackey? Is that, reckon, that should be on your radar at all? Um... Depends what they want. Yeah, if they're happy to swap James Aish and have him back. We probably got We Collingwood gave up a future a, a pick and a future pick for James Aish. Really? People forget that. That was a fucking disaster of a deal. So he's he just playing VFL. Well, he played in the ones at the start of the year. People I speak to and friends with, they think he needs more of a chance, but I don't think he's any different than. I think he's pick like seven in twenty twenty thirteen, maybe. He's like well up in the uh, rising star in his first season. Really. Time. So he's just done nothing since then, but he's just the same as 10 other players at Collingwood. A small sort of forward pressure, yeah. but not great skills and yeah. pretty soft, and, and a soft body as well, though. Yeah. Don't really have many of those hard bodies around the footy, and that's probably why even Taylor Adams is just so sought after at Collingwood or respected at Collingwood because yeah. there's no one else who actually puts their head over the footy that much. Yeah, yeah it's been a bit of a surprise seeing Josh Shackey sort of requesting a trade again. Um, yeah. But I heard someone explaining it on the radio, it actually kind of made sense that it was beneficial for both parties to sign a contract mid-year because one, it takes the pressure off Josh Shackey. Yep. Even, even if it doesn't come to anything, even if he wants to leave after the end of the season, it, it relieves the pressure for that second half of the season and it gives Brisbane a bit of um, value, I guess, if they want to get rid of him yeah. and say, oh, you're a contract player, we can boost your, boost your market price up a bit. So it actually works out for both, There's both talk, parties. Yeah, that way. There's talk that uh, um, other clubs are almost... They're, they're not they're not that interested in Shaki this year because mm. they don't reckon he'll play that much next year. Why pick him up even cheaper? Because they, they don't reckon they just reckon with his headspace yeah, and everything okay. else, they reckon he could get 
maybe yeah. a second round pick next year. Yeah, they had his coach, or his under-18s coach, I think, on the radio recently, and they're saying he's saying he's sort of gobsmacked that people not giving much interest into him because he's a quality player. He could be a very good player. Tom Rockliffe said the same when he was interviewed um, after signing up with the Port. He was saying, yeah, he's going to be a very good player. There's no doubt about it. Wherever he plays, as long as he gets his head right, he's going to be a very good player. Yeah, talking about Rockliffe, 650000 a year mm. for three years. It's a pretty yeah. good deal for a... Is he 30? Or 28? 28? He'll be 31 at the end of his contract, I think. Yeah, okay, yeah. He'll be yeah, 28 at the start of his... Pretty cool to midfield that Port have now. I thought that maybe maybe a touch over is paying him that much mm, at his yeah. age, considering he played played his best football mm. for two years now. Yeah. Well, I think they think they're really really in the Premiership window, so they're just throwing everything at a few key players that they think mm. they need. They got big Charlie. Oh, he Charlie oh, throws the body around and <laughs> kicks the goals. Just do anything. <laughs> just go back and kick him, Charlie. Uh, it's a, it's an intriguing off season. I don't actually think there's been as much. I don't think there's as many high profile players as previous years. Mm. In per, I think he could heat up. Like, what if we about Gary Ablett? Could be, could be done very soon. Jake Stringer as well. What do you thought about Jake Stringer? What do you thought about Bulldog saying we don't want him? We're going to trade him, and then all of a sudden saying, oh, but we want a first round pick. We want, we want pick eleven. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of both ways. Have done that. Yeah, you should not have put your cards on the table Stringer, and trade him. It was a Stringer and Jack Watts scenario where Melbourne came out and said, "How many times do you have to sit this guy down before he's going to get the idea?" Yeah, they devalue him, and then they go, "Oh, hang on, we yeah. still got to get something for him here." Yes. And they, <laughs> now Bulldogs claim they'll have him back. Yeah, no, yeah. He doesn't think, there's no way Shane walk back into the football club in 2018. I wouldn't have thought. Wouldn't have thought so. And here's a little Jack Watts insight for you. Yeah, sure. Um, I didn't speak to him. Just a fly on the wall in a conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. where someone said, "Are you leaving?" And he said, "Yeah, I probably am." Another Melbourne player in the room said, "Stay around. We're going to be going for good things next year." Yeah. Jack Watts' response was, "I don't want to leave. Your fucking coach doesn't want me." Mm. Yeah, that's pretty blatant. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't that, that makes sense because I hear that he still loves the club very yeah. much. But I did hear Goodwin uh, getting interviewed. I think maybe Grand Final day or something, saying, "Oh yeah, we're we're happy for him to explore his options." So he wasn't, you know, playing the playing the role of oh he's a required player. We're happy to see him at the club. It was more mm. of a you know do what you want. We if, don't really mind. Which means we hate it. Yeah, exactly. It's a <laughs> translation for yeah. If if that's it. me though, I wouldn't want to be at the football club. No, 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 no. Exactly right. Exactly right. About me, I'd be going. Yeah. Oh, I'm out there. If they're indifferent be between me staying and me living, I'll just leave. I don't want them to be indifferent. I want them to want me to be there. You know. Couldn't agree anymore. Yeah. Uh, any more trade rumors in um, your windows? Charlie Cameron. Charlie Isn't it funny? Cameron. I just find it funny that uh, a player would want to leave Adelaide and go to go to Brisbane. It's at the very both ends of the uh, the. Potential success spectrum, I guess. Um, Adelaide have been looking for another family. Yeah, it just shows how much of uh, influence family and other circumstances has on uh, a player's um, team. Do you reckon he's good for Brisbane? Um, Let me think. I wouldn't want to pay him too much as a Brisbane. Yeah? No, I don't think so. He's played last year. He played one good game. Oh yeah, he's wildly inconsistent. He's very quick and very strong, but he has a terrible, terrible foot skills. And it actually does surprise me though how, how strong he is, even though he's a small guy. Um, but yeah, foot skills are wildly off, which makes sense because you know some days he'll have uh, you know one goal four, and the other days he'll have like that prelim kick five goals and just about one of the game. Yeah, it's f- couldn't agree more. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, what else is gonna happen? Um, Gaz will happen. How about Gary Abbott? Gold Coast are asking for too much, surely. What were they asking for? They want uh, picks and. Players, they want, no, they want a player. They want, they want a Mitch Duncan and they want a Darcy Lane. If they want a Mitch Duncan, then what's the point of Geelong wanting Gary Ablett? Like, they cancel each other out, I think, of losing one and gaining the other. 
Yeah, I agree. You, they're, they're, they're not giving up Mitch Duncan. Not a chance in hell. I just think it's funny. Like, just Geelong's recruitment strategy of just patching up with a couple of good players to make it a good team, it's just not going to work. No. They I have no one. Besides, uh, so would Dana Field, take uh, away. Manicola, they're Duncan, Duncan and Hawkins. <laughs> they got no one. Take away the romance. You said about 10 yeah. players. Yeah. They're almost five players out of like 20. But like, um, Mackie's gone, Lonergan's gone. Who's in the back yeah. line? Yeah, back besides Henderson. Yeah. Besides ex uh, Calvin yeah. players, who's going to be in there? Um, back line. Uh, take away the, uh, the Gary Ablett thing. Take away the romance. John are never recruiting Gary Ablett. Nah. Not a chance. No, no. no other club's interested. They're desperate for a flag, though. They just want one more flag and they're just going to have to be. And then they'll rebuild. I think they're, they're, they're too close now to give up and say, oh, we'll just rebuild. I think they're just a bit too close. They want to get. Or at least try and get a flag. Make a prelim. Spot on. Yeah. Um, it'll be very interesting uh, trade week. We've got one, one week, or almost one week in. Another week next week. Um, Any massive good. surprises? Have you, got a, have you got a bit of a barrel? You can uh, see something... Um, gee, I don't want to play the Carlton card again, but I'm, I'm thinking that Gibbs might come up again. And I'm thinking... Uh, <laughs> Steven Sawadi, the... Uh, the list manager at the Blues might want another GWS package. I hear it keeps coming up again that Scully is going to be packaged with Matt Kennedy um, and a salary dump coming up. You heard it, you heard it first, Eddie, that's going to happen. <laughs> right over. All right, boys. Talk, talk to me next week, whatever, when Scully's doing the Navy Blue. Um, boys, it's that time for that, uh, that beautiful time of the podcast again. Yes. Baz's Fast Five quiz. Oh, I didn't think we were going to do it this way. It's Baz's Fast Five quiz. Me. Brett has a now. Can I please have your buzzers? Red. Bauer. Bauer. Okay, question one. Yeah. Of the current. And what was it? What's the topic? We had we had Graham Wilson topic or just everything. AFL. AFL. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Next week will be a random sport topic, but this week will be AFL. Of the current players, who has played the most finals? Red. Thirty-three. Red. Red. Wait, what? Red. They've played thirty-three. The one and only Sean Burgoyne. That is correct. What was the question going to be of these players? Who's yeah? Well, I don't oh, know. I thought it was just of current players. No, oh, no, I was about to give you the option, but no. it was correct. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's allowed. Question number two: The Bulldogs ended a sixty-two year drought last season. Which club has the longest current streak without a flag? I know this one. Bauer. Do you want the options? Bow. Bow. Okay, Bow. <laughs> I'll go for the option. I did get it correct. Oh, shit. I'll say Carlton. Well, they won in 95. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have three clubs that are. Oh, Richmond. They won a flag yeah, last week. Last week. <laughs> 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 oh, I was about to guess Richmond, but I want to see the number. Oh, um, can I get the options on Yeah. <laughs> options are. Uh, oh, no, it'll be. Um, Melbourne. St. Like Kilda. No. Oh, it, what? That's not like St. Kilda. Oh, yes. in the 60s, I'll give you a clue. This team what? lost three flags in a row before they lost. Then they lost the flag to win four in a row. Haven't won one since then. Fourth one. No. What? What's no. the no. This what team. This team. <laughs> they the are. Um, Melbourne. Yes, correct. <laughs> what a weird question. Why was they coming? I don't know. I thought I was thinking of making it. Little flashback to before any of us were born. Oh, I guess. What was unusual about the start of the 1987 grand final? A. There was no first bounce due to a centre square infringement. B. The siren failed to sound. 
C, a streaker delayed the first that card. One. That one. That is incorrect. What? Or D, I don't know what the D, but it says no D. <laughs> so it's either the A or B. Pretty sure there was a streaker. Yeah, uh, but it'll be, it'll be B. Incorrect. What was it? Uh, a centre bounce infringement. Of course, one was a streaker on that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so it's one all. One Question number four. True or false? Collingwood and Melbourne. <laughs> whoa, whoa. True or false? Hey, what? You can't have a true or false. I know, you can't have a true or false. <laughs> true or false. <laughs> this is, you just reword the questions off. <laughs> Collingwood and Melbourne have both won six. Brand. True. Correct. No! <laughs> no! No, 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 no. Oh, what a go. I want to, what, a, what was the question? I don't know. Did anyone get a chance to read it? Okay. A little flashback again. A little flashback again. And this could be that Bauer needs this one to take it to extra time. This is correct. Sudden death he'll need to get to. Jock McHale, the great Collingwood oh, Jock God. McHale, coached the most premiership teams. Eight. Who is the next with six? A. Alistair Clarkson. B. Tom T-shirt take a <laughs> C Jack Worrell or D Norman Smith. Norman Smith. Bauer. Bauer. C. Incorrect. Uh, bread for the game. Tommy Hafey. No, it was not T-shirt. Bauer. Tom. D. D was yeah, not. Hey, we're going over the side. Oh, oh, well, well, well. What have we got here? We've got another umpire question. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Which of the follow who which of the following did not umpire in the 2016 AFL Grand Final? The worst question of all. A. Matt Stick. B. Brett Rosebery. C. Simon Meredith. Or D. Scott Jowry. Bell. D. Incorrect. Bread. B. Uh, Bread. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is it B? It's B. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is single-handedly the worst quiz I've ever been involved in. Every single question no. has something wrong with it. Every single question. The answer goes away. So it goes away. And it highlighted B as I said bread. So it went B. I, I think the questions were good. If Bow can get this question right, <laughs> we go to another southern bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who has been the youngest non-playing premiership coach? A. Alan Jeans. B. Jack. John Kennedy Senior C Luke Beveridge D Ron Barassi um, B Incorrect It was Dad. Ron Barassi What? Yep so What's the question? <laughs> oh dear oh dear Gordon Commentary has hit the most goals in grand finals 35 Wow that's a fair effort Who's kicked the next most with 25? I'd say it'd be Lethal Lee Matthews No it was Dermot Oh my god Wow Alright, this is getting out of control. Okay. Boys. My goodness. Bow, we got a little bit of uh, Let's have a break. We'll be right back <laughs> we'll with right our back. DFA. We need a break. Welcome back to DFA. We need a little time to uh, get over our um, little incident of the quiz. The quiz is going to have a good, hard, long look at itself. But it's time for a brand new segment called Q&A with DFA. <laughs> Ding <Ta> ling <laughs> Okay, boys, I'm going to ask you a few questions. This will be open table. We'll call it a bit of, bit of like the drip tray at the, at the pub. Just the general chit-chat that goes on. Yep. Now, question number one. 
should Ben Stokes be touring Australia later this summer? Yes. He should. Because what, what was the context? Did he hit someone? Hit someone pub? outside a pub and made a there's a video of him taking the piss out of a retarded kid. Oh no. There is no <laughs> there is no chance he will not be playing. What? He will one hundred percent come to Australia and tear us apart. He will. They're not gonna he's probably their best player at the moment, their most informed player. They're not gonna leave him out. Is he a captain? He's not the captain. He's no. a captain. Joe uh, Root. David Warner used to be a dickhead and we continue to play him. him. I hate Warner. Nick Kyrgios is a dickhead and we used to let him go on the tennis court. So you reckon he's knocked someone out? Yeah, no, he's he can't. Like, stood in the street and just passed away. I saw the footage, but he'll play. He'll play? He probably shouldn't. Did he get that charged? That was a question. He probably yeah, he's on charges at the moment. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's he, why he's been left out. He'll play. <laughs> okay, question two. Uh, should the trade period, which is, I think it's 12 days at the moment, should it come back to a five-day trade period as suggested by SEN commentator yes. Kevin Bartlett? Oh, I feel like it'll be the same thing. Like, if it's five days, I reckon nothing will happen in the first four. And then so they should just make it... Just one about You have three hours, go. Yes. Do you like the speed <laughs> dating thing where each... Week I don't understand how it's two down. weeks and the first week is just clubs talking oh, to clubs. You can talk to each other when it's not trade period. And they do. And they, they exactly. already know. People, people knew Lever was leaving. They were already having talks after the grand final. Why do they need to dedicate period? two weeks? Why can't they just say, when the season finishes or when the grand final finishes, you have until this date mm. to make a trade? One word, mate. Or two words. Advertising money. Look at exactly. the thing yeah. that the AFL trade radio has about eight different sponsors. They churn out uh, 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. That's 11 hours a day, and they've been doing it for like two or three weeks now. Plus uh, DFA, they're paying us a fair bit. Exactly right, yeah. We're, we're more informed than they are, but yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, question number three. Yeah. Tony Lockett, Wayne Carey, Gary Ablett Sr., and... Lee Matthews, who do you pick? I didn't watch any of them play. Uh, <laughs> but I think purely on the stats, I think Lethal was probably the, the best. Yeah, obviously we never saw Lethal play, but everyone says he was the greatest player ever. Yeah. So, and he went, you could play, he was a midfielder, but in his later years, he went forward and won a few common medals. Kicked 100 goals in a season, I think. Yeah. That's pretty valuable. Actually, I picked Jake Lever. <laughs> I don't mean. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Uh, Winks or Black Caviar? Who's better? Uh, Barlow. Barlow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and last but not least, Luxbet, Sportsbet, Crownbet, TAB, William Hill. Sportsbet have the best interface as far as a mobile phone is concerned, but Crownbet have the rewards points, and I'm a sucker for loyalty uh, rewards and so I uh, use Crownbet but Sportsbet is very good with uh, yeah the interface and just their markets are very easy to uh, navigate around I don't use any but if I was to use yeah one, I don't, this is hypothetically like, I don't gamble <laughs> hypothetically I'd yeah. probably use Crownbet because you can watch footy yeah. for free on there and in the NBL if that uh, tickles your fancy NBL? you know um, what's his name Anthony Hudson actually did uh, you tag me in that NBL thing today no what some was idiot tagged me about tag a mate that Needs to be, still gambles in the NBL in between <laughs> oh, the or something like that. Hutto uh, <laughs> commentates it, and I'm very happy to hear Hutto's voice. Um, and maybe a little last but not least, Nick, um, any chance the Australian cricket team could get a, uh, no. a healthy sort of um, bowler, a team, a, a team of bowlers together? James no. Patterson out another stress fracture. Patterson should give up. Have they won yet? Have they won a they, they won a 2020. 2020. Yeah, they won oh, a 2020. Yeah. They won one one day and they won one 2020 game for the decider. Congrats. 
That's very good. Is Stark and Hazel, do they fit? Uh, Stark bowled in the JT, uh, JLT Cup, as did... Uh, I don't know about Pat Hazel. Cummins. Pat Cummins is obviously playing for Australia. So, yeah. Um, boys, I think that brings us to the end of the off-season DFA podcast. For now, not the for last now, one. Sorry. Yeah, later on, but uh, it's been great. Yeah, it's been an absolute hoot bringing it to the DFA family. Um, I think we'll be back probably pretty soon with a, another episode. We'll probably recap all the trades and yes. and talk about possibly the, the draft going forward. Oh, yes. And we'll always have a, we'll be a, bit, a little bit closer to that Ashes campaign where Australia take on England and a bit closer to um, the main races of the Spring Carnival. We might have a and the Aussie Open. Open. And the Aussie Open. We've got a massive summer of sport in Australia. It's scary. Mm. Guys, I think you owe the, the family an apology for that quiz just before we yeah. finish. Do you want to retract that quiz, mate? I will not, no. <laughs> stand by it. Oh, stand, oh, 100% stand, I stand by it. That's one of the better quizzes I've ever done. <laughs> Quality. That says, a, that says a lot about your quizzes, I think. Okay. Well, quiz will have a good hard look at itself next week. We'll be back. Thank you. Stay tuned. DFA podcast on SoundCloud. Uh, what else? iTunes and follow us on Facebook. Sayonara. <laughs>